I really, really appreciate you, you know, taking the time to do this. I know it's busy season, so, and a lot to juggle now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting back at it. I actually submitted you for a couple things this morning. So oh my gosh. <laughs> let's see if uh, we hear anything. <laughs> welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina. And this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. We have Catherine from MWA joining us on Dance Tips Daily today, and this is a big pleasure for our listeners because not only do we have some listeners who are looking for representation, but there are some listeners who do have representation and maybe aren't booking the gigs that they wish. So Catherine is my fabulous agent, and I feel so lucky to have her here today, and I am sure she'll give you great insights on that. So Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to get to chat with you a little bit more and get to know your fans and answer any questions anyone may have. Perfect. Um, so you represent not only talent, but as well as models. Um, would you say for dancers who do want to work with an agency similar to you, what's the pros of being able to also do modeling or commercial or brand ambassador work um, as a dancer? Absolutely. So we are a full service model and talent agency, meaning that we do everything from the print ads to the commercials to the live events. So what I like to say I represent most are spokesmodels that can really get the brands out there to the consumers in real life. So if they recognize that same person from the commercials that they see dancing with the soda bottles in their hands to having the same person at that trade show handing them that bottle of soda in real life to try and sample, it's only a win-win for everybody that the recognition gets out there you know they're familiar with that person already um and you know it really is uh all, all really well uh paid fun experiences so i keep everybody busy with castings during the day and then with events that they may want to do on nights and weekends to keep cash in their pocket in between all the auditions while you're waiting for you know those 90-day payments to come in so it's really helpful for everybody to be able to do everything all in one place so if you're just looking to dance my main focus will be sending you out on those dance opportunities but of course if anything that does come in that's right for your type i may try to twist your arm a little bit and say hey how about doing this because that may be uh something fun uh to keep out in mind and you never know who you're going to meet it's all about networking at these events so you want to make sure that we never leave one job until we know that we have another one lined up from being there that day Definitely. And I love that that leaves more opportunities for dancers to do those side gigs and it helps um, work on that well-roundedness because if you're just, if you're only talented, you know, you can teach technique, but you can't really teach attitude or personality. And I think on these gigs, it's really, really important that you bring the human aspect to it. Is that right? Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. 
<laughs> I only hire people that actually have personalities. You can't just be a beautiful face with nothing to say. So uh, make sure when you're applying, uh, you shine through. A lot of my uh, interviews lately have been via Skype because, um, you know, where things are shut down still and just trying to play it safe. So um, I could definitely tell from a face to face in person video call if they've got what it takes to work with us right then and there. Perfect. That's a great segue into when people do apply to join the agency, what would you say are some pros or cons or what are big red flags for you or what tends to draw you in aside from knowing that they'd be able to shine and have a nice personality? Sure. Um, You know, I'm not really accepting people right now who are looking to just give it a try or get started. You really do have to have a headshot, a resume, a reel, or at least links to some of your work that I could see. You know, I appreciate anybody who is just starting to break into the biz and I'm happy to give advice, but you're not quite ready for an agent yet. So I want to see determination. I want to see your own marketing skills, um, your full availability or at least flexible availability to be able to put in the work full time that you need to be able to get yourself out there because you're your own business, you know, and you're, if your doors are always shut to yourself and your own business and getting, um, you know, projects for on your own or being able to get out there when I need you because everything's last minute, it may not be a good fit. So those are the things I pretty much look for besides, of course, talent. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so say, um, so say for example, this person does have a reel, they do have headshots, but they're very, very new to the industry. Is there an exception that you would make for someone who has talent and is also well-spoken? Maybe they're just coming out of college though, and they've self-produced a lot of things, but it does look professional, but they haven't had that real world experience yet. Yeah, no, I I would definitely consider them, especially if they have a look of what everyone's looking for right now, because a lot of the requests that are coming in are for real people, Um, right? So I have to um, consider anyone in mind right now because they don't necessarily want actors for the job. But of course, an actor can pull off being a real person if they have those skill sets that they're looking for as well. So, you know, even if somebody is starting out, I tell them, listen, if you don't have a real quite yet, get me those auditions that you've been taking because those are probably really good self tapes. We could paste those together and we could work on building you up from there. I'm relatively new to LA. So I want to begin, uh, give everyone else who's new to LA a chance too, and hopefully we can grow together. Oh, and this is awesome. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, so MWA is bi-coastal. So not only are there opportunities in New York City, but as well as LA. Congratulations. Thank um, you. Yeah. So I think this is something that I especially love because I used to live in New York City. So I was instantly drawn to Catherine. I was like, yes, my New York girl. Um, And I just, I have a trust for that because I know a lot of times people can look at agents as, oh my gosh, they're so scary, but agents are humans too. And Catherine, you've had experience firsthand of like what it is going to auditions from being in musical theater world and like being vulnerable, putting yourself out there. So um, how do you think your experience on the other side of auditions or castings has helped you connect with your clients and continue to like keep steady booking gigs. 
Yeah, it, it more so makes me team actor because I've been in your shoes. I know what you deserve, what you should be expecting. Um, so, you know, being able to take off that actor hat and put on that agent hat has been so much fun. I love more so sitting back running the show than to constantly be out there hustling to be in the show. Uh-huh. But I get it. I get everything that you have to do and I respect that so much. So I'm not going to be, you know, your typical corporate money hungry agent who's just going to like send you out for anything because it's going to be a big check for them. You know, I'm going to be on set making sure that you're happy, that the clients are thrilled with our services, that they want you back for another project. You know, so I'm very hands-on and I pride myself in that. It's a boutique agency. So whenever I could possibly be there for anyone, I will be. And I make myself accessible. You know, anytime anybody needs to reach me, I'm there within minutes getting back to you with an answer. You know, I'm an open book. So I know from the past when I was auditioning um, before I started the agency, I always wanted to know why. Like, I thought I nailed that audition. How come I didn't get the part? Most of the time, honestly, I don't find out. They only call you if you do get the part to let you know that you did a great job. Um, But anytime I could find out any sort of insider information, I pass that along because it's only going to help you on your next one. So I try, I try to be very fair and, you know, do a little more digging than somebody typically would on this side of the field. Definitely. I think that's so unique and so special to have in the industry. So I definitely am so thankful for Mama Catherine out there fighting. I can speak from first experience. Like I just had a question about this casting site and I was like, I don't know, they keep reaching out to me. I feel suspicious. And she's like, I got it. Don't worry. And, um, you know, it, it just felt so good to be taken care of. And I trusted her expertise. And I have a lot of other dance friends who are like, I haven't heard from my agent in three months or, you you know, so yeah, it feels so nice to have a community and, you know, she'll send out messages highlighting what current um, clients or current uh, talent is doing right now. So I've been super, super happy and thankful for the experience. And I hope other dancers out there can have someone as fabulous as Catherine too. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's been a rough couple months. And I know, especially for the talent industry. So I was just trying to keep everyone's spirits up and boost their morales by mm-hmm. letting everybody know what's going on, even though it may not necessarily be a job. It may be just, you know, a, a fun virtual experience that you could do in the meanwhile to help support each other. So, you know, it doesn't suck the soul out of you for not being able to do what you love to do until things do open back up. So you will always hear from me, maybe not every day while we're waiting for the world to, you know, accept us back and get to phase four so we could do entertainment again. But in the meanwhile, um, you know, I am still working hard all day, every day, trying to find any last thing I could possibly get for anyone right now. And I'm not giving up. It was, it was hard. It was hard not to close these doors, but I didn't do it. And now we're busier than ever. And I'm very, very happy that um, I stuck to my gut feeling like this isn't the end. We're only going to be busier and stronger than ever when we come out of this. So we're still here. And I want to let everybody always know that. (laughs) (laughs) She's a fighter. And yes, definitely appreciate that open communication along the way. Um, so I know we're kind of waiting for the world to open back up, but once it does, um, say that there are some, um, 
some talent who hasn't booked in a while? Would you say in the past experience, would this be because they haven't been upping their game on keeping current headshots, updating their resume, or, you know, what do you think is a big indicator for talent who are close to getting like the chopping block of like, okay, you know, I don't think we can work together anymore. Yeah, I, I told everybody to take this time to really just reboost up everything in your portfolio, right? Just tighten up that resume so it fits on the back of your 8x10 and doesn't have like your high school performances on it anymore, you know? Even if you don't have a lot of experience, make sure it's filled with skills. You're obviously an actor for a reason, so show off your special talents on there. Training is always great to see. And even if it's like inspiring roles of who you set out to be or people tell you you look like that you could, you know, play write those on there too honestly um they just want to get to know more about you so if it hasn't been you know experience work um then at least you know draft up a little bio because if i'm just sending them a headshot they're going to want to know more about you so i always like to have a full body shot on profile um if you have different like character looks like you're a dancer so i would love to see a photo of you dancing so i could send that to them if you don't have like a link to you dancing a performance performance live because I know it's harder with theater you don't typically tape that so um whatever type of footage that you could put together now I know sometimes it's like pulling teeth trying to even get you know some stuff that you have filmed with other people so I suggest that you ask for the raws edit it yourself Mm -hmm. if you have a macbook apple teaches free classes totally take advantage of those and learn how to do your own photoshopping because it may be forever until you ever get to actually see that work. So I always suggest bringing a thumb drive to you to all sets and don't leave until you have the footage on your, on your body so you could do it yourself and pass it along for everybody to see. And um, I know not everybody's big fans of social media, but it is how we're all talking these days. And every last audition asks for people that have a following. They at least want to know what your handles are. So, you know, if there's not a lot of work going out there, at least take this time to voice your uh, opinion, you know, state what you do. And it's not boasting. It's just, just promoting. It's the same thing. If you owned a hamburger joint, you would want to talk about your hamburgers all day, every day. So talk about your dance skills on there, you know, um, to just get people talking, you know, create that profile on IMDB and get those star meters up, get people checking you out, Googling your name. All of that stuff is definitely going to help in the meanwhile until, you know, you get back out there again, but just make sure everything's current, you know, that your headshots are no longer black and white. <laughs> You'd be surprised the type of things that I see now, uh, you know, just make sure it's up to date. A lot of people haven't gotten haircuts in months. Show me your new hair. I can't send you out with a crew cut if you now have, you know, a shag with a beard. So... <laughs> Be on top of that. I mean, the uh, camera phones are amazing these days. Even if you just get in front of a plain white wall and have somebody take current photos of you from your phone, that works much better than me sending out something that is from 10 years ago when you were 16, but now you're 26 and there's a big age difference there, you know? Right. (laughs) And even Amazon has those little lights that are only like $20 that you can just like pan on yourself. Catherine just dropped so many golden nuggets for y'all. So I hope you brought a pen and paper. And if you didn't reverse, cause <laughs> these were like, these tips were gold. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for sharing absolutely. that. 
Um, so that is like, that's so much information. Obviously the industry is like super competitive. So with that being said, what would be the single most important quality that you think you need to have to work in the industry? And I know that's a really tough question. Um, a thick skin for sure. (laughs) Perseverance. You definitely don't want to be able to give up very easily. Um, you have to be able to have what it takes to stay strong because you you may think you're the best person in that room, but then you get to the audition and there's 200 other people who look exactly like you lined up with a bigger resume of that same job that they did, you know, touring nationally across the country and already went to dance class that morning. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) You really, um, you need to be humble and and just know that, you know, you're not the only one, but the casting directors don't know who they're looking for. They have an idea of what they want, but you may get into the room and you're like, ah, that's the person, that's who we've been waiting for. And you're completely different than what they even had in mind. So, you know, it, it may not be for that one role that you were really hoping that you would get because you're perfect for it, but you may hear from them six months later because they loved you and they have another role in mind that they want to use you for now. But if you threw in the towel between now and then, and they can't get in touch with you anymore, then there goes your shot. You know, you if, even if you decide you want to come back, you have to stay current. You have to stay in touch with people. You know, it's all about connections and who you know. So don't let them forget you. I mean, these are all things that, you know, can make or break you. And if you just keep on getting shot down audition after audition, it really does like, you know, crush you a little bit, but you've got to, um, you know, just stay strong and just wait until it's your turn, your time, and just keep at it. You know, the more they see you, the more they're going to be like, you know what, let's give that person a call. We've been seeing them a lot lately. And then they'll start to keep you in mind. It takes a while to get in the door, but once you're in, you're in. And it's like, everything always happens. It rains and it pours, you know, it happens all at once. So hang in there. Don't give up especially if this is your passion, you have no other choice. (laughs) This is what you're going to do. (laughs) So that is great advice. And it's, I think it speaks true exactly to who you are. I think 2020 has been one of the most challenging times. Arts is a challenging field to be in regardless of a global pandemic as a backdrop. So who would you say one of your mentors is, or who would you say that you get that grittiness from, or, you know, that thick skin that keeps you in the marathon? (laughs) Um, I have a a mentor of mine. Her name is Meredith Post. She's an Emmy award-winning writer who certainly keeps me in mind for every last thing that she does. She writes a new play, a new screenplay, any type of web series. She calls me up and asks me to help her cast it every time. She loves all the talent I send her away. And she does these classes every single week for free for people to learn how to write their own projects as well. Because, you know, they say, if you want to make it, you just got to create your own content. So she's now teaching people um, that her, her interns, you know, and they help her out with what she needs in exchange for it. But I hop on these and I wrote my first screenplay during the pandemic because we had lots of free time. And then I got everyone um, that I knew from my agency that would be right for these parts um, to do a virtual reading with me. And she was the first person there, invited professional industry people to come and attend. You know, she taught me how to write it. And now um, I have people like Bravo and Lifetime looking into the screenplay. 
And I'm certainly going to keep everyone in mind who is involved with it to be able to move it forward. But she is an amazing mentor. And I only say that because um, she was wrote for Days of Our Lives for years uh-huh. and unfortunately got hit by a car and was in a terrible accident and coma for a long time. And when she came out of it, she came out to find that she was replaced because they didn't never knew if she would wake up. Right. And uh, she lost her agent. She lost her writing job. She lost oh, everything God. and has had no choice since then, but to just write her own stuff and not give up, even though everybody else thought, you know, she was dead. Wow. So uh, here she is now, you know, 20 years later, still going strong and teaching the rest of the world how to do it too. And she's amazing, an amazing woman. That is so inspiring. And I will make sure if I can, I'll chat with you and we can put her information within the show notes so listeners can check her out as well. Um, Yeah. What a warrior. Yeah, she just wrote another screenplay um, that she got other people involved with as well. And um, she thinks that this is finally going to be her Oscar since she won so many Emmys. She's like ready for her Oscar now. So I'm excited for this one. Gosh, I'll cross (laughs) over for her too. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Okay, so speaking of challenges, um, what would you say one of the biggest challenges that you face being the fabulous boss lady that you are of the agency? Um, I would say, you know, collecting money from clients is a big one. (laughs) Um, You know, it's always like chasing them around. Um, But we understand it. It's industry standard. You know, everyone gets paid when we get paid. But I like to stay on top of them and ask everybody for at least two weeks payments within the job's completion. But they like to say, yeah, no, you'll get that in two months. But I constantly remind them, you know, this payment's passed due now. You know, here's a big fat lady <laughs> on top of that to get everybody more money. Um, but most of the time, you know, we just see it when we see it. But it is stressful because I know that everybody has to pay their bills and they've got, you know, uh, rent to pay and things like that. So I always am actually really excited when I can write a check to somebody because then I know I'm helping them pay their rent and it feels so good because for so long nobody ever helped me pay my rent but luckily now I uh, married someone who pays the mortgage and life is good (laughs) that is good (laughs) the least I could do is now pay it forward right (laughs) definitely I love that Um, so then on a little bit of a lighter note, what would you say one of the most like pleasant surprises or some of the most rewarding aspects aside from helping people pay their rent would be within the career choice of being an agent? I love being able to see them um, on TV. So um, this morning we actually booked a Walgreens commercial and I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, that's going to play all the time. And every time it airs, I'm going to be like, I booked her on that. And I just get so excited for you guys. You know, it's such a good feeling. And um, the first commercial that we booked back um, after the pandemic was a few weeks ago for um, the sleep apnea app. Uh And um, I brought the actress to set 
um, just because I was so excited. I was like, oh, I'll take you, you know, because it, it was upstate and she needed a car. And I was like, I don't mind. I'll drive. I uh-huh. just wanted to like be around, you know, like because I was so excited to be back on set. Um, and I brought her, um, I went to this little shop in town while I was waiting and brought her back like one of those chocolate roses, you know, it looks like a real rose. Mm-hmm. But I was like, here you go. Congratulations. And I was just so proud that people were working again, you know, and that they decided to like stick with this and be on it. So I am totally, everyone who I represent, I'm your number one fan. So if you have anything that I could watch and see or come, you know, to the live performance or even like check in virtually, let me know because I want to support everybody any way I can. I love that. So you are such a passionate leader within your role. Um, When did you know that you wanted to become an agent or start your own agency? So I started back in 2012 and there wasn't necessarily a business plan. It just kind of fell into my lap because it was what I was doing. Um, I was always told, oh, you should be an agent. You're, you're such a natural connector because I was always just networking and thinking of who that person should meet. And um, I constantly was finding out job opportunities for myself and then referring my friends to come and either work them with me or work them for me because I had too much work lined up. <laughs> and um, so uh, my friend who is an entertainment lawyer, who's actually helping me out with some contracts that I had at the time, he's like, man, we really need to get you like uh, an employment license so you can legally start making commission off of all your friends because you've been doing a lot of uh, side hustle here and not making any extra money off of it except for, you know, the things that you do yourself. And I was like, that's genius. Let's do it. And he's like, okay, uh, what do you want to call it? And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like, I'm literally going out to get you a license today, you know, and I was like, well, something worldwide, because I want to be able to fly people all over the world to do what they love. And uh, made wasn't taken, believe it or not. Um, I like made in the USA, made in China. I was like made worldwide. Like like, that's just perfect, you know? Uh Um, So he went out and got it. And we we met down on Wall Street, which is where the New York Department of um, Labor is. And um, gave in our fingerprints, shook hands, and we started the agency. <laughs> um, so it literally just happened like that. Like uh, you mentioned before, I, I studied musical theater. So um, I didn't even realize that one day I'd be in this position. But eight years later, I was doing so well at it that I had to go to the West Coast and start helping people over there, too. Because I was, uh, you know, just booking things nationally, internationally, all over the place. So why not? go by coastal and you know double the amount of work that we can get for everyone everywhere so I'm very very proud and excited of where it is today because I never thought I'd be here (laughs) yes congratulations that is amazing and I like how um you know you weren't like tooth and nail like I'm gonna be an agent like I think sometimes the best things like kind of just you know happen Mm -hmm. like fall into your lap without like really having to elbow grease it up and And you know what's great um new york is very big on promoting women-owned businesses so they have all sorts of services out here for any type of business for them to be able to start to be able to grow to get to the next level so i took every last class workshop project available through the city and state of New York. I even became certified as a woman-owned business um, and became an MWBE, um, which, you know, you end up getting government contracts from them. I'm like all all on the city. I ended up 
getting, going back to school for um, women entrepreneurs. Tori Birch chooses 20 women a year that she allows to go back to business school to help uh, fast track their, their growth of their company. So, you know, I did end up going and being able to get training under my belt for business uh, since that wasn't ever a major of mine, but it only it gave me the um, stamina to know that I've been doing it right all along and here's the tools that you need to take it there. And within that program, they ask you to create a growth plan of where you see your company in five years. And I was like, hi, oh. Coastal LA. And within one year I did it. So it was very exciting. Oh my gosh. And that's such like, it's awesome feedback to like what you just said. Like, you know, you've been doing it right all along. And then they just gave you like a little bit more tools to be like, oh, I'll take it from here to here. Um, That's how you work strong too. That's awesome that you took advantage of all those opportunities and I'm so happy. They're free. They're completely free. That's the best part about it. So anytime I meet a woman entrepreneur, I was like, Go to this site, sign up for all of these workshops. It's amazing the opportunities that you can get from it. Totally. No excuse not to grow or be excellent, right? Because <laughs> you have such confidence working with these other women to see, you know, what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's a really helpful organization because we all stay in touch too. And, you know, we all um, help each other out. It wasn't like you know, being in class where the teacher teaches you everything. We learn from one another. And that was awesome. Wow, that is awesome. And you know, yeah. you guys are really carving the way. Like we've we've had to work hard to get into the box positions that we are. You know, um, yeah. kudos yeah. to you all for creating that sisterhood. Thank so you. you had a good segue into you said so within one year you opened up the LA division. So what's next now? What's in the next five year goals yeah. for you? Well, definitely, I want to continue to grow LA. Um, as you can see with all of our notices we've been sending out lately, we're definitely getting our foot in the door finally. It was a little hard because it didn't open until January, and I thought 2020 was going to be our year. Um, so, as you all know, uh, we just uh, quietly wait in the shadows until we're able to get back out there again. Um, but we finally just started recruiting and meeting some wonderful people. Um, so, I think, you know, it's definitely going to be different than um, the way New York was more focused. There was a lot of modeling opportunities over here. So we were doing a ton of that. But in LA, it's all acting. So it's so great. I was like, this is actually what I love to do. This is where I wanted the agency to be. So I'm so happy. And I can't wait to see where it grows in the next couple of years now that things are finally allowing us to work again. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, I'm really just going to be focusing on that. You know, I have uh, people that are running the agency in New York. I did bring on a team of people to help me in LA in the beginning, but now I've got to get a whole new team because everyone slowly went their own ways and I don't blame them because we have no choice but to be able to move on. Um, So if there there are any agents out there listening to this podcast, I am certainly looking to recruit at this time. So uh, accepting applications for help. (laughs) We'll shout it out from the balconies uh we'll definitely put that in the show notes awesome um what would you say one of the funnest gigs that you've done has been or like if there's a funny story from one of the gigs what would you say like brings you one of the most like our biggest joys yeah, no, they're all great. I, I want to say one of our very first ones was awesome. It was still when Trump was doing Celebrity Apprentice. Uh-huh. And I got to 
random call from Lisa Renna, who's like a soap star and like uh, one of the real wives of Hollywood, I believe she's on. Um, And she just called me up. She's like, hey, girl, I heard you have an agency. I need to hire some models for this um, thing we're doing on Celebrity Apprentice. Would you be open to it? I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, didn't even ask how she got my number or who told her. I literally opened up the agency like two days before. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, sure, you know, got literally every single person that I just recruited, which was pretty much all of my girlfriends at the time, you know, everybody yeah. just that I started with were people that I knew who were doing all this work anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to drive around in these really cool glass trucks. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're like these like tiny little 18 wheelers. And rather than having the back um, be covered. They're made out of glass so you can see everything that's going on inside them. So um, they set up uh, beauty salons in them and their challenge was chi versus bio silk. And they had all the girls getting their hair done in these glass trucks in the middle of Times Square and um, got to be on TV with all the different celebrities who were in the episode that year, which was really, really cool. That's so fun. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is, this is definitely where I wanted the agency to be. So yeah, let's do more things like that, you know? Right. And getting that call within two days of opening, if that's not a good omen, then my goodness. Right? <laughs> oh, we hit the ground running. It was awesome. <laughs> I love that. Now, Made Worldwide Agency. So if there's anywhere in the whole entire world that you could book a gig, where would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, my goodness. Um, I think I would like to do um, Fashion Week in like Milan or Paris. I think those would be really huge. Or I would love to um, book an international film that goes to Cannes and go to the south of France for the film festival, you know, or even Sundance here. Um, Those are definitely some big goals of mine to get to those one day. Hopefully they have them again. I don't know. I think uh, Fashion Week is going to be pretty quiet this year um and the film festivals I think are all just going to be virtual like the way they did Tribeca became Mm -hmm. a drive-in movie theater out here yeah just like pull up to the beach and watch all the films that Tribeca was showing so you know it's still a cool experience but everyone likes the red carpet and the after parties that's what you go there for (laughs) definitely but Last year, we got to send an actor to Malta to do a play for the summer. So that was an incredible experience. And I would like to do more of those too. And that was done through Mandy.com. So I don't know if a lot of people know Mandy, but it was like the Craigslist of casting sites back in the day. You never like really wanted to look on that. But they bought a bunch of other smaller um, websites like Actors Call Pro. There was a Dancers Call Pro. They bought them all. And then it turned into this huge international casting site. So Mandy's really the only one that I go through that sees that has jobs all over the world that they're looking for like any actor from anywhere to apply to. So a lot of people, you know, I tell them that they get three free months of premium accounts if they add us as their agency on there. Um, So it doesn't hurt to have a profile. It's not like every day that things get posted on there compared to like LA castings, but it's a really good one because then they have opportunities like doing a play in Malta. So (laughs) why not, you know? Yeah. Especially if you create free profiles on a majority of these sites, then Mm -hmm. do the free basic profile. Let me do the work from there because then I'll just submit you on my end and you don't have to pay for anything. Okay. 
her. Nancy, <laughs> she has dropped so many jewels for you. I really, really hope like this is, I had never heard of Mandy until I talked with Catherine. Um, so she's, she's a wealth of knowledge. Definitely check out the website. And if you have your stuff together, like only if you have what we talked about, then, then you should apply. <laughs> I'm in the recruiting process right now. So get it to me because I will be calling you. <laughs> I love that. And do you have any last words of advice for, I mean, you've dropped so much. I don't want to like <laughs> bring you out dry, but if there's any last things that you want to share with the audience. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, always make sure um, you have all your material ready to go at any point. I mean, people don't really carry on headshots too much anymore, but um, at least have your headshot on a little business card, right? And on those business cards, you don't even have to write actor or dancer or anything. People just know you're in entertainment because who else would have their headshot on a business card? <laughs> so make sure you accept that. Um, one big thing I always notice I get uh, when people submit is that they'll just be very generic about it. Like, no, mm -hmm. this is first time I am meeting you. Just like you want to leave a first impression on anyone, make sure that it is a nice headshot and resume attached as a PDF to the bottom of the email so it's not gigantic and blown up. <laughs> have to scroll to try to see an eyeball you know make sure your photos and resumes are labeled with your name because it a lot of the pictures that come in say six seven b12 oh and gosh. this is going to get lost in the shuffle you know and if it's not only me um but if you're doing uh any of this for casting directors or even other agencies they're just going to click next They'll right. skip over you if you do not have these things. So it's very important to have that all lined up and ready um, uh, so you don't, you know, get passed by because oh. other people are doing this as well 24-7 um, <laughs> to people on this side of the industry. So just so you know, you want to be able to stand out in the crowd. So Totally. And it's so simple. All you have to do is just like hit rename or like have a yeah. folder of like, this is my submission folder. Like the littlest details can make a yes. difference. I love that you honed in on that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Um, okay, so I do this fun thing before closing out episodes with interviews, and I only do interviews once a month, so it's, um, we, we ask what, within one sentence or one word, what would you say to your haters? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. one <laughs> um, I'd say maybe don't be quick to judge. I right? love <laughs> do your research if I could add another sentence instead right <laughs> um, yeah because I mean especially with everything that's going on right now there is a lot of hate out there and I just want I just pray for peace every single day but you know I also do you get the public backlash and you know direct messages like what are you doing to do your part you know and I like to think that I am but if it's just, you know, a random person that I don't know and they don't know me, um, they may not have, you know, taken the time to see that I'm trying my best to do my part. Um, so, um, you know, it may not be my, my post that day, but if you go back and search everything else, you know, I try to be as fair and as open and honest and loving towards everyone that I could possibly represent and help out there. So hopefully once you dig a little deeper, you'll get to see that and get to know that about me. And hopefully there won't be too much hate set my way. <laughs> totally. I mean, I think like, it's just impossible. Like you can't please everyone. 
at right. every time of the day. And, and just like you said, everyone's tensions are so high right now. Like some people will just be mad and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, you know, I think we're all trying to be our best. Thanks for listening today and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.